Greetings! Welcome to Film Gazers, a podcast focusing on the science fiction, horror, fantasy trinity, and 20th century entertainment. I'm Steph. I'm Jess. We're cousins slash besties. Join us as we reminisce, discuss, and review films from our childhood. All right. Um, so we are still in the throes of our summer of blockbusters. And I think we've been enjoying them so far. Yeah. Uh, good action movies is kind of what we've been sticking with. Mm-hmm. Which I always enjoyed seeing in theaters the most, mm-hmm. those action movies. Yes, they're like very those, fun. Yeah. And you get to see the stunts, you know, mm-hmm. and all their the glory. The surround sound. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, back in the 90s, we didn't have that at home, so that was a big deal. True. It was a treat. Yeah. To be really immersed. In the... Into the film. Exactly. <laughs> Especially this one with the, you know, yes. the heights and everything. Exactly. Yes. So, we're just going to do the thing. We don't have any uh, really announcements at the moment other than you can follow us right now at Filmgazers on Instagram, Mm -hmm. which we are still poorly maintaining. (laughs) As much as I maintain anything. In this episode, we watched 1993's Cliffhanger. It is rated R. Uh, in the action adventure Which genre. I didn't realize it was rated R. I did not I either. I forgot about that, I guess. I'm wondering as to why. It said fuck a lot. Oh, really? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess, said yeah. That several times. Okay, that's true. I <laughs> guess it was pretty. Like, just for language. graphic death scenes. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, okay. I think I'm just desensitized. I'm- <laughs> What's really funny is that I saw it in the theaters in 1993. I was eight years old in third grade. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, And I don't remember it being that at all. Yeah. No, I agree. Because I had, yeah, when we get there, I had some different uh, recollections of this movie. Yeah. Um, the runtime it uh, is at an hour 53, so this is almost a two-hour long... Substantial. Uh, ...journey, <laughs> and uh, it was released May 28th, 1993, uh, in the U.S. Director was Rennie Harlan. It was starring Sylvester Stallone, John Lithgow, Michael Rooker, Janine Turner, Leon Robinson, Paul Winfield, Ralph Waite. Story was by John Long, The Premise, and Michael France. Music by Trevor Jones. Uh, some interesting little facts. The movie uh, takes place in the Colorado Rockies, but majority of the scenes were filmed in Cortina de Empezo <laughs> Dolomites Mountains in the Veneto region of Italy. <laughs> nice. I was wondering where it was filmed. Mm-hmm. Yes. So most of it was done in Italy. Um, I guess the mountains there, I think just the way they look, like, um, I think it might have been a little easier to film, maybe. Mm. Uh, Okay, so the scene where Travers does the rope climb, uh, that was real. Travers? The FBI, or the Treasury Department guy, in the very beginning, when they're going to be bringing, when he goes across to the airplane first, because they're like, why didn't you send the money? He was like, oh, I had a feeling, you know? So that really happened. On an airplane? Yeah, no, a guy really did that up there. Not Travers. No, not Travers. But the stunt guy. guy, His name was um, Simon Crane. Wow. And he really did that. Fuck. And it (laughs) it was so illegal in Europe. That they did it in the United States. Like, so even though they were filming in Italy for, you know, the mountain scenes, they had to be that parachute on. Oh, God, I hope so. Okay, I did write a little more uh, notes about him. 
Um, he made a million dollars for it, though. He was like, I'm not doing it unless I get paid. And he, uh, it's the Guinness Book of World Records costliest aerial stunt. Mm, and well, I um, the insurance company refused to get on board. Sylvester Stallone shaved off $1 million from his own paycheck to make it happen. Nice. So I thought that was um, worth it. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, very crazy. <laughs> That's what to I'm me. saying about the 90s, man. They did all their own stunts. Like, like they had stunt yeah. people do this. Like, and the stunt crazy. people, like, so impressive of those eras when yeah. they were doing these things. Like, I mean, well, adrenaline junkies were really in in the 90s. <laughs> um, extreme. <laughs> yeah. Extreme sports. They were super popular. Remember? That's true. That's true. Even in this movie. Like mentioned <laughs> yes. That. They, that, that does have a cameo <laughs> yeah. in the movie, basically. And uh, so this was a quote from the director. Um, I didn't want to do another action movie, but I finally couldn't resist the temptation of doing something that I don't believe a lot of studios are ever going to do again. A huge outdoors action adventure movie made in these kinds of conditions. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's never been done again. I and think, I think in the early, level. in the early nineties too, I think even the directors and everyone in the industry at the time was seeing that the CG was going to be like the wave of the future. Right. So I really appreciate appreciate those who did it and we're like well let's do the art that we do now at the highest we can right before this new art form kind of takes over yeah that's awesome yeah i thought that was pretty cool um some other little things i wrote was the crew quickly learned how to compensate for rapidly changing weather conditions basically when things got cloudy they evacuated to lower less threatened locations so like they were constantly having to also like move up and down this mountain Mountain. while they're filming and stuff so hardcore yeah it just seems like this movie was very extensive to make if you uh look out there there's a couple of podcasts and um some good articles you can read about the actual making of this movie that i just found super interesting (laughs) i got caught in a wormhole for sure with all that and this trivia and little factoids out of the way jess is gonna take it away with some that you googled summary an outdoor thriller in which a former mountain rescuer is pitted against a group of criminals who have lost their 100 million dollar stash during a plane crash in the rocky mountains So, what are your earliest memories of this? I guess you mentioned that you were in theaters. Uh. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> um, it was probably Memorial Weekend if it came out May 28th. Yeah, that's what um, it sounds like. Because I remember it was packed to the gills. This is when the movie theater was still in the mall. Oh. That's how long ago that was. That is very old. <laughs> I have the most distant of memories of that theater, theater. in the mall. And yeah. I don't even know if I actually saw a movie in that one. And I remember it was like edge of the seat everybody was gasping in the theaters and like you know the <gasps> yeah it was uh awesome nice as an eight-year-old to see a movie like that in the theaters you know yeah so that it means was exhilarating i was five when it came out so i have <laughs> no recollections of uh seeing it necessarily that early mm-hmm. i think i may have been 
probably more eight or nine when I saw it as well. Um, my earliest memory is I know I had seen the movie and then whenever Ace Ventura came out too, <laughs> um, they do the uh, spoof of it with the raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I yeah. my kind of earliest memory of Cliffhanger is actually the spoof of the Cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, in that one fly. scene. Because <laughs> I had kind of, I believe, seen all these movies maybe around the same time. And so I understood the reference even, and it was something like that I enjoyed then. Um, So, so that was really the most memorable thing was the beginning scene where he drops her. No, I forgot that. I totally forgot about that until it was like about to happen. I was like, oh my God, that's right. That's the whole subplot. That's like the (laughs) traumatic event that spurs the rest of the, uh, you know, Sequence of events. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. That's funny. Now, one thing I did um, remember, because when was the last time you watched this movie? A long time ago, Okay, I guess. so, yeah, like, real long. Because, like I said, I guess I just never owned it. You know, it wasn't streaming mm-hmm. on anything that I had. I feel like I did watch it around that same time period when I've been talking about... Eight, nine years ago. The whole ago. time, yeah, about, like, nine years ago. Um, but now I'm beginning to wonder if it was one of the ones I rewatched or not, because... From what I remembered, I thought Michael Rooker was a bad guy. <laughs> Me too. And then it was so funny because when the credits started. And it's him and on it the. Said, no, it said Michael Rooker. Mm. And I was like, wait a minute, because I couldn't place the name for a minute. And then I remembered him in this movie, in Cliffhanger, when he was young. And I was like, oh, he's the guy with the, like, the, the raspy voice. You know, and then I was like, oh, wait, isn't that. It's fucking Yandu from <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I like, totally forgot. I used to feel the same way about Mike, Michael Rooker. Like, yeah. I could never remember his name for some reason. And it was like I'd always forget what else I had seen him right. in. Yeah. Um, finally, now, after Guardians. And then he even did great in that first season or so of Walking Dead. Like, mm. that's kind of how I started getting... Um, like memorizing oh yeah i remember this guy because yeah. i forgot he kind of been around for a long time yeah. like he was kind of a, uh, I guess overlooked for a while he was always like a you know sidekick supporting. Or, yeah mm-hmm. supporting thank you and uh he's definitely like proven that he's like I a household can, yeah, name now right. <laughs> but yeah I, I thought he was a bad guy too yeah. that's how i remembered him as i, I guess because they had that you know their quarrel friendship yeah because he dropped his girlfriend and she died but <laughs> but when okay so oh, your memories um, of it did you already talk about that yeah no pretty much that was uh my memories were more of the yeah. ace ventura spoof uh, <laughs> when i was younger movie. i thought it was a cool movie like yeah. i remember i remember thinking it was more exciting i guess like my memories are more of skewed of kind of what i thought of mm-hmm. the movie than actually what i remember like from watching it, it yeah actually at that time um yeah, more of just that general, I remember the beginning scene, and I thought Michael Rooker was a bad guy. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't think I remembered it being uh, such a long action movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't remember, like I said, it was rated R at all. Yeah. That's, I thought it was like PG-13. No, and maybe maybe it was because a possibility, you know, when you were in the 90s a kid, you watched a lot of movies that would air on cable sometimes. Well, my so, parents never shielded us from watching, like we watched whatever they watched, you mm-hmm. know? So. Exactly. It wasn't a big deal for me to hear curse words. Hear cuss words, like yeah, it, yeah. It wasn't 
really wasn't that big of a deal. It's just like, don't repeat that. Exactly. We just knew, okay, was, these are what words adults say, you know, we just won't say them. Whatever. Exactly. We won't say them in front of adults. <laughs> Duh. It's very much a do as I say, not as I do. Right. That's how the 90s were. Exactly. But, all right, so um, let's get into it mm-hmm. more uh, straight from the beginning. Uh, we get a classic but uh, first, movie opening. I forgot about that um, TriStar picture logo. Oh, was, the Pegasus. Like, oh, the Pegasus. I totally forgot about the Pegasus. It's been a long time since I've seen that yeah. um, production logo, too. <laughs> it was very 80s style. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it was a Pegasus, not a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been way too magical. Um, uh, but I like uh, the music. We both mm-hmm. uh, always pay attention to the beginning intro music. Uh, inspiring. Yes. I think we both agreed on. We did. We had the same note, which is funny because we did not watch this one together nope. this time. But it was an inspiring adventure music. It really was. And uh, this is when we first hear the names, which uh, I love that it's Gabe and Jess. And um, I know for our I listeners, totally about that. Uh, Gabe is the name of Jess's My son. son. <laughs> So we just thought how appropriate. That's funny. Yeah, that, that was so uh, funny. Both your names. And then I had a like flashback or whatever. Like I remembered that. Oh, that's another reason why you liked this movie so much as a kid. Because oh my god, her name is Jess. Yeah. just like me. Finally, we have the same name. And she wasn't like a bitchy Jess, right. which I feel like is how a lot of them are portrayed sometimes <laughs> in films. So. Change of pace a but, little bit. <laughs> yeah, like just the scenery, you know, beautiful. Yes, they really did do the the shots. Like, yeah. it, it really is a cool looking movie, mm-hmm. like, for that. Um, the mountains look super cool. Yeah. I'm impressed that they were able to, like, shoot half these scenes. Exactly. Really. Yeah. Me too. Especially for that era, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and you... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's when we first see Michael Brooker. uh, You're coming up seeing the helicopter, like a rescue helicopter and everything. And uh, yeah, that's when I was like, oh, I was like, I thought he was a bad guy. Why is (laughs) I thought the trap was already being set, even though I knew that was the scene where the girl died. Like I I didn't see. I totally forgot about the girl dying. Mm -hmm. Like I had no memory of that until it was like I said, five seconds before it happened. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. She does die. But, um, yeah, so he, obviously he hurt his knee because he had, like, his knee was bandaged. Mm-hmm. And then when it cuts to Sly, like, you know, just ha- casually just, hanging. Hanging from a cliff. He's like, doing my do? thing. Just hanging out, just <laughs> Whatever he says, sounds like <laughs> something similar to that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and uh, they're all having very witty banter over the um, radios, basically, um, while Stallone is coming to help them. I guess I'm just a little confused, though, by some of this mountain rescue stuff already. <laughs> because I'm like, well, if they have the helicopter, like, why why did Stallone have to climb this whole tower thing? By himself? By himself. I don't know. But then they explain, though, that, oh, we can't do the up, like, overhead one, I guess, just to pull them up. Because of the wind or something. Because of the wind or something. So, so they had to set across. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's the guy, since someone's injured, he's the one who has to set it up. So I yeah. guess so. I just sometimes think that they're... 
Well, he had the equipment to set up the cable, I guess. Oh, okay. Like the um, stake and whatever. Yeah, okay. Ties to it. That's probably what it was. True. And his little rescue pack. Mm-hmm. But I was like, fuck all of that. They're sitting on that teeny tiny little like spire or whatever. Yeah, the tower. The tower. Mm-mm. And like she said, why would he bring somebody that could barely climb Exactly. Out there? Well, let's get to that when we get to it. I have a whole, yeah. Um... So, oh, the, but then it they get Michael Roker across first because he's the injured man. Yeah. So they he sends him and he beep, 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 uh, zip lines over, I guess, 4,000 feet. They said, yes, 4,000 feet. Like, mm-hmm. I was getting like, whoo, little heart palpitations, right? Because I, first off, you know how I am with heights. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, apparently, terrified. Sylvester Stallone is too. Oof. Like, his stunt doubles did most of oh, okay. the, the actual, you know, those kinds of scenes. Um, I, the ones where he's like up close, they were like on a set, I think, or something, because yeah. he was like, mm, I don't do heights. So, I don't blame him. So, at I'm, all. I'm a. Shocked he even wanted to do a movie like this. Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah, and he just tore ass over there, like, so nonchalant. Mm-hmm. But then when he was, like, jumping and falling, like, pretending like he was going to fall over, I was like, that's fucked up. She's already scared shitless. Exactly. That she's going to fall, then you pretend to fall in front mm-hmm. of her. Dick. Dick, <laughs> dick move. I know. <clears throat> and so he gets her name Sarah. So um, Gabe slash Stallone uh, gets Sarah hooked up, gets her going. She's about halfway across. Um, and you're relying on that to support you anyways. The one little clip. That one little clip on like what is essentially, uh, it was like a, <laughs> it was almost like a fanny pack material. Like that kind of. Like vinyl. Like, yeah, yeah. Like a little vinyl rope to support all your weight across 4,000 feet of rope. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me? No. <laughs> that nope. was, that was crazy. You're essentially... Asking a fanny pack to support your weight climbing across 4,000 feet of, you know, height, like height, below nothing. you, 4,000 feet or below you. Yeah. yeah. No, um, yeah, it, it was, uh, ugh, it was a, like, hard to watch. For me. Yeah. yeah. And then because you know what's going to happen also. Then, yeah, then I was like, oh my God, this is, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. So then her buckle, like, can't. The buckle's like, you see that it's like split where it was like broken. So it yeah. comes loose. And then she's like just hanging by a thread. But she keeps her gloves on the whole time. Yeah. Which I'm like, I would have like, like when she was like first hanging, like flow, fling that one glove yeah. off. And then when you go to grab and you can get more of a grip, I would feel like, I right? I would feel like too. Unless your hands are already sweaty. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... But I feel like my adrenaline would be pumping so fucking hard, I would have already been on top of the fucking rope. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. And they were like, when... And Okay, so then Sly's like, I'm going out there. Yeah, and then, okay, so Michael Rooker's like, no, what were they... What was the alternative? They can't handle the weight. No, 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 no. But what was Michael Rooker's solution to get her? Weight? Wait, for what? I don't know. He was saying something like... What were they going to... Were they going to give her like a pack or something? Is that what he said? I don't know how she would have gotten it anyway. She wasn't even halfway through yet. Yeah, exactly. She was still too far away from the plane. Right. She was literally dangling. She couldn't even reach the rope from where she was dangling. Yeah. So what else was the other option? Exactly. I mean, he was going to blame him no matter what because he couldn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. That's what the problem was. Exactly. 
But that was what I didn't understand, though, when even, because this is supposed to be the point of contention. You let right. her go. You, or, you killed my girlfriend, or, Yeah, we used your plan. You just had to, it was, the line was too heavy with you on it. But I'm like, it That's wasn't. That's not what caused anything The line to wasn't an issue. The little tiny clip that was connected to the actual metal line right. was, like, hanging on by a thread. Yeah, it was the little tiny broken buckle that was, like, just happened to be caught on that clip that exactly. was holding her That was actually on su- there. supporting her. Yeah. Yeah, so... And that's when, and so Sly just goes, yeah. and he's like, no, I mean, we gotta try. Yeah, he's and, like, there's no time! But he's hanging with one arm, Maybe right? that thing wouldn't support Would his weight Would it not support either? his, like, because later, though, after she does drop, then he's letting go oh, with that's both true. hands. Because like, he's And it's supporting his, his weight, yeah. So but is it just because it's his weight if he were to let go and then probably use both hands? both of their weight. I don't know. But when they're telling her to reach up, like, just reach yeah. up. I'm like, reach up, motherfucker. <laughs> I <Like>, look. <laughs> like, no, just reach just up. Just reach Exclamation. up. And that's when I was like, take off your fucking gloves, like something. Because this is before you know, you don't realize she's like as inexperienced as she was. Right. Um, if she made it up that freaking tower... She has to have some upper body strength, right? right? Like, right, unless she's like totally exhausted. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I guess if you're, yeah, like. But if you climbed all, all the way up there, like, why are you so terrified now? I mean, obviously, if you're dangling, that I get. That's yeah, I understand mm-hmm. that. But she was so terrified to go Even, across. Yeah, before I was her like, but you already climbed all this. That was like way up in the fucking sky. Yeah, I wouldn't so, even know that. I would have like. Yeah, and her ass no falls, way, no of way. course. Yeah, because well, her hand slips out of her fucking glove so i said take off your gloves and michael rooker it's your fault sir because you brought an inexperienced right uh climber like to this crazy like it's supposed to be like one of the craziest ones in that area Mm -hmm. and right that you can like climb or whatever yeah and it to me that just made uh, no sense with the story, really. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, well, they're badasses and know the mountains, and this should be the last. I'm thing sure he that was he trying to impress her because he already told her that his knee injury was from Nam. Oh right, and, and yeah, it was a hot tub accident or mm-hmm. something. So yeah, so I'm like, ah, uh, you're a dick, and this is kind of your fault. She's dead, <laughs> <laughs> but he has to blame somebody. Of Stephanie. course, he can't somebody. take blame on himself. <laughs> Um, so that takes us to, um, it's eight months later now is where the story mm, officially okay. starts. I guess I didn't see that part. Yeah. And, uh, we know that we get, this is where we get the one scene of Mr. Travis, mm, yeah, the yeah. treasury, um, agent. agent guy. And they're talking about how they're, I didn't quite still understand the concept. Is this out of circulation money? That they it take was a thousand dollar bills. Did you notice that? Yeah, because they said the the bills are like, in non denominations. <clears throat> the money's technically useless, and that's why they convert it or transfer it in those denominations. But if it's non transferable, who's transferring it when it gets to the location? That's what I didn't understand. Well, that's what they said later that John Lithgow's no, but character. I mean for the purpose of what they were doing anyway. I don't know. I, don't, I, I yeah. Don't, see, that's I, where when it, they it's it, it they blew through that part so mm-hmm. fast that I was like, wait a minute. And then when it came across later, I was like, oh yeah, the money's useless, but only John Lithgow. Yeah, because he knows him. people. Because he's an international man of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> he's ex, like, paramilitary CIA like, or something. Thinking of John Lithgow as like any kind of ex-military <laughs> is like laughable to me. <laughs> I was like, I just don't see him. 
Yeah. Being that kind of guy. And that's when we also find out that, uh, now, like I said, yeah, that was very quick. And then they go immediately back to, um, the Rockies. Oh, but to foreshadow that nobody gets robbed in the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody hijacks a plane. Oh, we found out that was safer than, uh, trains and, and armored vehicles and whatever. Yeah, so you get that foreshadowing and that really quick explanation of kind of like this money. Yeah, and this fake um, money. <laughs> it goes back where you find out that Sylvester Stallone Gabe has been gone for those eight months, I guess, since the funeral happened. And um, he, sees those he just two, took off. Right. He couldn't stay after the funeral. Mm-hmm. But when he's come back in town, those two rock bros. Yeah. The uh, rock jocks. I believe I called them bros as well. Yeah. Rock bros. <laughs> rock bros. <laughs> Killer Gabe, I'm so glad you're back in town. Killer Gabe, <laughs> bro. You're like an extreme. <laughs> and and he, I was like, oh, I forgot. What is that called when they do that? Base jumping. Mm-hmm. I was like, is that before base jumping? Is that around when that came out? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, because yeah, they jump off. I forgot they, about that. I was like, Whoa. No, thank you. <laughs> no, I don't know how anyone does that kind no, of stuff. No, I couldn't make myself jump off anything. Like Not a cliff. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. I am not that adventurous. Um, I don't so want to die. He rolls up uh, to Jess, and I guess it was his place, too. Like, were they even living together? They must stuff? have been, because she said it was our place, and then it was my place. Yeah, so, yeah. I didn't so, get the hint that they were married, though, mm-hmm. so I guess they were just, like, living yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. I think they were just a regular um, couple. Yeah, so he comes to her, but I like how she's like, Gabriel. Because, like, yeah. in the beginning, like, it was, oh, Gabe, it Gabe. Was Gabe, and, yeah. this, Gabe that. Gabriel. I was like, oh, <laughs> she mad. She mad at you. Said you by your full name, <laughs> sir. And I loved when they, they were finally like, you know, oh, it's okay, whatever. They're comforting each other. And then I was like, oh, I like his ring. What is that, Jade? What, you got that Jade ring on? <laughs> I didn't even notice. You didn't notice that? No, I so did funny. not. It was like I a Jade not. and gold ring. Was he really wearing uh-huh. that? I was like, oh, okay, I see you, Sly. I did not see that. <laughs> and then when she drove off, I was like, um, you left your dog outside, lady. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, even before that, when they were just talking, you know, because she's like, you left and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it is like he is taking it all on himself. Right. As what she's telling him. Well, how him. could he not? Like, he saw mm-hmm. her. Exactly. He looked in her eyes and she was literally screaming his name the whole time she was falling to her yeah. death. And, like, slipped right out of his hand. That's going to fuck a person up. But I like how even Jess, though, like, blamed, like, Hal. Yeah, this, she, yeah she was the one that was like, the girl what was he an, doing out there with an inexperienced climber? Exactly. I was like, mm-hmm, Jess, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. preach it. <laughs> um, so, like, said, yeah, and then. It's his fault. And then she leaves, and he says that um, he only came back for her, but he still doesn't want to, like, come back, back, and, and work the mountain rescue and stuff, I guess, anymore. And he's like, well, since I'm here, can I go ahead and get my stuff? Mm-hmm. Since you don't want to come with me? Yeah. She's like, you know where it is, brah. <laughs> <laughs> leaves in a huff. And I do like her, um, that was a very in haircut I, yes. back then. It was like a grown-out pixie. It really was. Mm-hmm. And she was really cute in she, it. And that I thought was, she was very pretty. It kind of inspired me to want one of those, but then I would not look like that with that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I have way too big of a head for that haircut. <laughs> but on her, it was adorable. Mm-hmm. And the bangs, like, laid just perf- perfect. Like, it all laid perfect. Yeah. And, uh... So this is where it does finally go back to the treasury transport. 
And this is where, oh, you do find out beforehand when they're doing this, they're telling Travers is the treasury agent. And the FBI was like, hey, can one of our agents hitch a ride on your plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, he's being transferred <clears throat> is what they tell him. So at first, they're trying to like red herring you. Like, is the transferred agent the guy who's in on right. it? You know? And uh, he's like, something seems fishy, basically. And again, it goes back to um, some of the, it's going a little bit back and forth right now. And it goes back to the mountain rescue when Jess has got mm-hmm. there and Rooker's there and Frank. And they're all having a good time. And I'm like, well, Rooker's obviously got over his girlfriend's death, exactly. is what I wrote. <laughs> and I loved Frank so I much know. when he was explaining his painting and about like, a banana a monkey. eating monkey. Yeah, it's it's a banana like, eating a monkey. I loved it. And I was like, don't make fun of Frank and his art, mm-hmm. sensitive man. Exactly. So this is when I fell in love with Frank. I know. Who is going to be uh, my MVP for the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I did uh, love do Frank. Do you agree with that? I was for very the MVP? upset <laughs> how he went down. Yes. It goes back to the plane. Uh, situation the FBI agents like we're being followed and then dun 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 turns out Travers is in and then I was like I knew it was Travers as soon as I saw his face I was like "Mm, I think it's that dude well yeah it was that weird mustache (laughs) pervert mustache it was he had a pervert mustache (laughs) (laughs) it's a thing it's a thing if you know you know (laughs) so it was Travers and the pilot that were uh, one pilot that were in on it Mm -hmm. and they wipe out the rest of them they shoot literally everybody even Mm -hmm. the co-pilot straight through the head in the cockpit which I thought was crazy yeah now that now that we are going to talk more about it and I'm actually like thinking about the killing scenes I'm like yeah you're right it deserved a rated R yeah because like right through the head and it showed it yeah they were pretty like graphic actually yeah for that time um I mean, I enjoyed it. It I was just, it was yeah, well just like cold-blooded murder. It was, though. like, like straight-up murder like, several gr- times throughout gre- this movie. Greed murder. Like, yeah, yeah that kind. It was, uh, so yeah, they, and they do it, yeah, quite a bit in this movie. Yeah. Um, and so the FBI, like, not stowaway, the transfer. Mm. Um, he was only he was only good guy on the plane, like. Still only, kicking yeah. uh, after he got shot a bunch. Yeah. But and it was he stepped enough. right on his fucking hand, like. Yeah. Oh, not a big deal. Dead bodies. Stepping on it. Get out of the way. Dick. I know. And so this is where that really crazy real life aerial stunt yeah. had happened. Um, so Travers does go first, which I did love that. That I was like, Travers be smart. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I thought that too. And um, yeah, an intricate plane connecting scene was what I wrote. And uh, it was another cable scene, just like the helicopter and the. Exactly. You know, a lot of cable work. A lot work. of cable work. Then the money is getting put on there and then the pilot's supposed to go but before the pilot can get connected and start going that's where the fbi agent comes up and he's like nah not on my watch taking you down with me yeah i was like man he went out in a blaze of glory he really did because they also set a bomb on it so that way it would appear that the plane went down in a storm but Mm -hmm. i'm like okay you guys are kind of idiots you you work for the treasury department you're like an agent for them so i would think that you have some sort of formal training, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you're going to tell me that you don't think the FBI or the Treasury Department, the federal government... going to check the black box in the airplane. Well, and also be like, a storm's not going to make a plane explode. Right. Well, it explode once it hit the mountain. Oh, is that what they're trying I to say? So. I guess so, yeah, because it was mountainous 
terrain. Okay, maybe. I don't know. But it just seemed poorly That planned. was the only thing that seemed logical to me. So, shoots it, the cable comes, the money starts dangling. I mean, and he blows the fuck out of that airplane, too. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, lose, the money's just dangling. Just dangling. And then they're going to try to get it. Uh, before it had exploded, they were trying to get it to move down. And uh, it just wasn't cooperating. Yeah, and then they lose it all. And you see it, like, tumbling down. Yeah. And they're so high up. And you have the... This is when you kind of start seeing two more the... the but, of course, they have European accents, most of them. I know. John Lithgow's accent changed throughout the whole movie. It really did. I was like, at some points, it was his regular voice. But then it would just have a... Like a little... Almost James Bond villain. Yeah, like lift at the end, like a little English accent just at the end of the word, you know? Mm. thought that was funny. It was funny. Um, I think... I didn't write it in our notes, but there was somewhere where I think they were like, why did you do this movie? And I think he was like, oh, I just had a good time or something. Yeah. Like he just wanted to do like a fun, I guess, action movie or something. So he was down. Even though he's like, I wasn't good in it or something like that. I mean, he really wasn't all that good in it. Mm-hmm. Like, his acting was... It's like he... he I don't think he gave 100% in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's usually a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I thought was funny, though, when that one guy got shot on uh, John Lithgow's plane, the guy was like, he's hurt bad. We need to get him to a... Uh, no, he's like, what should we do? And John Lithgow's like, get him to a hospital fast and just shoves him out the plane. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I like the, um, he does play like kind of brutally cold well, yeah, though. Yeah. Like, I did think he did that pretty, like, not sniveling, but you know, no, like, he that was kind just, of like, very just, nonchalant. Yeah, nonchalant. Like, like, huh, like, almost giddy about cold. it sometimes. This is, oh, before that, though, like, when they all had their little masks on and stuff, I liked how they made John Lithgow, like, you really couldn't see him through his mask, nothing, and yeah. they almost made it, like, a reveal. Right. It's the bad to see yeah, John like, Lithgow. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell from his voice that it was John Lithgow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, and then their plane crashes. She calls for help. This is when, like, well, fuck, what are we going to do? They have, like, GPS tracker things on it. On the money. Yes, on the suitcases. And this is also when you find out that Travers is, like, the only one, I think, with, like, the access code to to look at it. And he's keeping that as his um, safety net. Because he knows they'll kill him any chance they get. So, and then the woman... Uh, I wrote down her name eventually, but I don't remember it now. Um, she didn't really speak, but like three times mm-hmm. in the whole movie. And she's supposed to be very cold as well. Yeah. And because uh, she's like, we need insulin. We were stuck <laughs> hiking and does this distress call. Going to shock. <laughs> and I like how he's like, um, would you have thought would of that? Would you have thought of that? Huh? <laughs> I'm like, I mean, they were going to come save you regardless if you said yeah, you needed insulin you didn't or not. You have to lay it on thick there. Mm-hmm. So they get this call, and Jess goes to Gabe because uh, Rooker has went off to go mm-hmm. help these uh, people, and she thinks it's a good idea if he goes and helps because this it's will a help long... him get over it. Also, yeah, because he's like, oh, you know these mountains better than anyone, and you can help him. What if he gets hurt or blah 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 blah. And then I like how he's like, I haven't climbed in months. You lose the feel, and she's like, maybe the nerve. I know, and I was like, you know what? That was a traumatic experience for him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bitch. Mm-hmm. Give him a break. I do feel Make him like. feel bad for not getting over it. Like I said, like, 
He was the one that had to look her in the eyes as she was dying. Exactly. And he even tells that to Michael Brooker later, exactly. too. Like, you know, like, I, yeah, like, I blame myself and everything. So, and again, like, I was like, well, Michael Brooker sure seems like he got over it pretty easily. <laughs> right. Because uh, Sly didn't. He's still all mopey. You exactly. Know? So when they were arguing, though, and then they have it start starting to rain outside. Ugh. He just looks so handsome. He did. He Didn't really he did in that this scene. Movie. <laughs> like I thought he looked really great in this scene. And he was in like that lumberjack kind of yeah, outfit. Which is- <laughs> Always my jam. I feel like he really pulls that off well. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he kind of wears that um, outfits a little bit in like the newer Rambo movie. Right. Like his character <laughs> kind of dressed like that. And he just, I, I love Sylvester Stallone. I think he's great. Uh... So, yeah, this is when we also get uh, information where you find out now actually about Lithgow and his, yeah, where, ooh, yeah. he Oh, he's the one man that can convert this money. So, it does seem, though, that Gabe ends up doing what Jess wanted and he meets up with Rooker. Yeah. Like, he's waiting for him at, at the, the top of that. Of one of the, bluff well, not a peak or, whatever. or yeah, yeah, maybe bluff. <laughs> And uh, this is when they had gotten to, yeah, their argument where he's blaming him. It was you who dropped her and him saying, you know, yeah, and I had to fucking make eye contact with her while she, she did died. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it. He's like, I know you're on hard times. And he's like, stick his finger in his face. You, what do you know about hard times, man? <laughs> I was like, acting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Um... They get on their way there that as soon as they come across the um, plane, you know, Lithgow and his team, like, they come out of this plane immediately. Oh, and my gunpoint. Yeah, just straight off the it's bat. It's a trap. It's a trap. And they're just, find my money. Yeah. Immediately. immediately and the then bat. they tell them fetch. Like, yeah. <laughs> their dogs, like, instantly. You fetch. Just pieces of shit. I, I don't even feel like they're, like, very smart criminals. No, you know, even like. for them to be, like, these brilliant masterminds of this elaborate plan. Yeah, they don't seem, like, brilliant masterminds. Well, because they can't get along for, like, five seconds. Well, and then also he does kind of say later, uh, Lithgow is like, you know, well, oh, Travis, this was your idea, you yeah. know, because that's why he's pissed at him anyway, because he was like, this didn't go as planned, and this was your plan. Because exactly. you're the treasury yeah. guy. You're like, the one you were, who, yeah. The was one trying to plan, Travis. <laughs> Don't use my name, goddammit. And then, okay, so again, they want their money. They are obviously not experienced mountain climbers right. to be traversing (laughs) around this mountain. (laughs) And I didn't have that written down. (laughs) Um, So, okay, so they need these guys, like, to get their money. And then they're immediately, like, go fetch, um, take his jacket. Yeah. And then even he's, like... Sly is even like, oh, I need my ice pick to get, like, really up there. And they're like, like no, you don't. Like, even trying to be helpful, like, yeah. basically. And, yeah, they're like, no, you don't. You don't need anything. I'm like, do you want your money or not, bro? Like, uh, you want me to climb up there with my bare hands? Exactly. Like, I'm not Superman. I'm it, a fucking mountain climber. I need my utensils. <laughs> yeah, and I get that you, like, have a spare. But, like, even you're treating him like shit, too, to where climbing mountains is, like, serious fucking business. Exactly. 
Like, if he dies, you're not getting your money anyway. You then know? you're stuck up this fucking mountain. Right. By yourselves again. Like, and there ain't no more Rocky Mountain Rescue. Frank ain't going to be climbing in the mountains exactly. for you. Exactly. You can't fly in the uh, conditions. So now you're just going to sit there and yeah. and face the deck. And then they tie a rope around his ankle, and when they too. Saying, Keep it taut. <laughs> I thought he was talking about his ass. I really did. I didn't think he was rope. He's, like, checking out slide Keep bands. it taut. I was like... <laughs> Toy like a tiger. I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> oh man, that was really funny. Though. I like died laughing at that. I did too. Uh, and then they're basically still like, okay, well, we're gonna kill him after he gets this thing because yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we have Michael Rooker still. But that was again my point. You still have like two more suitcases to go get, right. and you're gonna get rid of this guy. I mean, who honestly? Let's look between the two of them. Who looks like? The better climbable, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Sly, obviously, <laughs> he hasn't climbed in eight months, and he's still better than everybody else. Exactly. Then they cause an avalanche, trying to kill him up there because they realize. Yeah, I was like, "What a dumbass!" Because they Rooker, were shooting. That wasn't just a gun. That was like a a rocket launcher, looking like grenade <laughs> yeah. launcher. Like grenade yeah, because Rooker warns him because they're like, "Oh, we're gonna kill him." So he's like, "Hey, they're gonna kill you!" And yeah. then yeah, um, and they start shooting like, at him. Nah, and cuts the rope. With one, he did have, I guess, like his little ice boot things yeah. on or whatever. So I guess they let him take that. But yeah, that's what. Yeah, they shoot that, and I was like, um, I would think Europeans would be smarter than that because, like, they have mountains in the snow. Like, isn't <laughs> yeah. a lot of Europe just snowy mountains? I thought like, so. I've I would assume been, but... they would know better. So dumbasses. I know. Like, I just thought that's what I wrote. Dumbasses. Yeah, certain parts of this movie were like, I'm just like, come on, that would, who you would know. be that dumb? Exactly. Like, you, you real dumb. I mean, it was a cool scene to have that avalanche come over. Mm-hmm. We at least uh, figure out that Stallone lives through it. They as well. I think one or two other Just guys one. do fall off one. <laughs> I was like, how many henchmen did they start out with? Because I kept seeing a new one. I was like, well, who's that guy? It was like one extra. I was like, yeah. yeah, somehow <laughs> guy. One fell off an avalanche, and then who's that guy? Yeah, to like, to where they still ended with the same amount of, of like, people every that time. one British <laughs> guy or whatever, like his nondescript European yeah. accent guy. The soccer one, right. which we'll get into that later. Um, but this is when also they were showing more of the long shots. And I just, again, I really appreciated, like, oh, some of the cinematography in this mm-hmm. uh, of the mountains. Breathtaking. Yeah, they were really, it's just really pretty mountains. So, yeah, he gets away. And then they're taking Michael Rooker. And they're just making their way, I guess, to um, the next... Briefcase. Briefcase. And that is when... They do make it. Oh, and then is this when Jesse does come and meet him? Yeah. Oh, because she knows. Because she does. They finally answer. She's been trying to message them this Mm -hmm. whole time on the radio. Message them. (laughs) Yeah, radio Mm -hmm. them. Um, And they finally let Rooker answer just to be like, so everything can be cool. And he's like, no codes, no nothing. But he still kind of does a code and says that he's at a different formation than she knows that he went to. Yeah. So she um, estimates, okay, well, then they'd probably take shelter in this one area that Mm -hmm. they know about. That has, like, that cabin or whatever. Yeah, and it was, like, a little tourist, like, information about climbers and stuff. So she goes there, and Gabe also obviously knows this area, and he showed up there. So this is how they eventually meet up. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot they took his jacket when he was like, uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's crazy. And then he doesn't put on a jacket. He puts on a little sweater, and he's like, okay, I'm ready. (laughs) 
<laughs> and this is supposed to be like 60 year old like museum pieces right yeah and it's like they have a 60 year old rope later threadbare and little sweater he has <laughs> now and, i'm ready yeah and so they're able to um him and jesse are able to get to the next uh money break and they case. find it in the dark Mm-hmm. Um, with just the moonlight because they don't have a flashlight. Mm-mm. So it is bright enough out there for them to see money in the dark without them having the tracker. Mm-hmm. He just knew from that little dot when the mountain was like a triangle on there, he knew exactly <laughs> on that mountain where that dot was. Well, it did have a red flashing light. So maybe. I don't. I don't yeah, but it was like, like half buried in the snow. But does the moonlight they, like reflect off the snow? I wonder to where it does make things bright. I've never seen snow like that. I mean, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Florida people. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe it's higher, closer to the moon <laughs> on a mountain. Yeah, maybe. You are at a higher <laughs> elevation. Yeah, you can see better. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe. I said, I've never, never been there. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But this is where he basically, again, they switch out the money. They take the money and they leave a note. Uh, like with a want to trade, and they like, put the um in a snowman. Yeah, yeah, they make it like a snowman. And they make the tracker into a snowman, mm-hmm. and then that guy takes it out on that snowman. I know. Oh yeah, Tra- but Travers <laughs> yeah. is very angry at this point at the snowman. He's getting very like you know like a vein in your forehead type of <laughs> angry. type of angry. And uh, so basically, they're like, okay, well, they have to be close if they were like just here or whatever. Right. Like he can't be that much further ahead of us. And so they have night vision goggles and then they're going and then there is an altar like he does come across Gabe mm-hmm. and you can see them when, they, when they're riding each other like bobsleds down that hill because this is when that fight happens. <laughs> and so riding that motherfucker like a sled. Like a bobsled. <laughs> but yeah. And um, he got on top and was like touching him. <laughs> yes. And then he like. Pushes his face against, like, the, the and it's, like, the yeah, snow, like, and he's, like, all, like, tears, uh, his, face tears his face off. Yeah, yeah I thought I that like, was that a pretty crazy. good scene. Yeah. I like that. And then, so, yeah, they lose them again, or whatever. He, I guess that guy dies, right? Is that another death scene? Yeah, because he falls off the cliff. Yeah, he just falls yeah. off, yeah, Because that's hanging. when Sly, like, uses his mm. pick to, like, hang off the yeah. mountain. And get up. Uh, so, yeah, he's able to meet up with uh, Jesse. They show the bros camping. Yeah. Because showing that they also got snowed in. Because the whole time a storm is supposed to have been coming. That They're was in why. Tent City. Yeah, Tent City, bro. Next time when you're watching MTV, take a break to the Weather Channel. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't get stuck in a storm again. Stuck like, stuck in Tent City. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like. While they are, like, involved in the movie, the way that they kept showing them, I guess I thought they were going to, like, something else was going to be more yeah, important with right, them. Right, but it wasn't. I guess it was just, like, how heartless they were because they killed them. Killed, yeah, these killed young them. guys. Yeah. Well, and I guess also, too, it was kind of the catalyst of the Frank finds his, the yeah. one survivor who still was shot in the back or whatever. Yeah. Which um, I didn't realize he was shot, too. I didn't see him get shot. I yeah, because he kept saying, shoot him, shoot him. But I guess he probably already had got shot when Before they were running. Before he jumped yeah. off, yeah. And, um, but so, so everyone's staying in for the night now, because uh, it's about to storm, so people are just making camp. And uh, Sylvester Stallone burns the money. I know! And what did he say? Um, I was... Oh. I didn't write it down because it was so fucking cheesy. It was very cheesy. It was very, like, oh, yeah, I never said I was good with money. Like, something <laughs> like something stupid as that. Like, it was, yeah, they it were was bad. bad. It was bad. It was but bad. it was funny because, I mean, even he probably was like, $1,000 bills, this money is 
never going to be, yeah, yeah worth He can't anything. do anything with it. Exactly. He's not the That's what I, I loved, and everybody kept saying, like, oh, it, you know, $30 million, you wouldn't turn that, even you wouldn't turn that up, Mountain Man. I'm like, it's not real money. Like, what, yeah. what's he going to do with it? Exactly. No one's going to take my $1,000 bill. Exactly. I can't be like, <laughs> hey, guys, can you switch this out at the bank for me? Like, like, this is Monopoly money. Yeah. We can't and, do anything and, with it. And they're like, reported to the Treasury. Exactly. <laughs> Arrested. <laughs> <laughs> So they're on their way again. And this is where, yeah, they show the kids again. Mm-hmm. And they see Michael Rooker. And they're like, yo, Hal, you guys yeah. got Storm Tent City for you too? <laughs> and um, Babysit these hikers are wet. Yeah. So Michael Rooker is like, basically like, hey, just let them go. Like, yeah, you kids. know, they're, they do their thing. It's fine. They won't know anything that's going on. Even John Lithgow is kind of like, oh, well, we're not animals if you don't make us, you know. And then he's telling them, go talk to them, you know. So Lithgow's telling Rooker to go, like, talk to the kids to get them off their backs or whatever. But then the other guy, like, all of Lithgow's men are trigger happy. Yeah. Like, because he already cocked his gun. That's why he told him to run. Exactly. Because he thought you're about to be mowed down anyway. Like,. Yeah, they're just going to be drawing attention. Like, you can still hear these gunshots in the mountains. Exactly. Like, they said, you know, like... And I feel like it would echo really loud around mm-hmm. there, you know? Yeah, so, I don't know. His whole crew just seemed shitty. Like, they just seemed like they're not They definitely weren't good. the best of the best. No, definitely sure. not. And I'm like, um, obviously, they don't listen to him as a leader, because they mowed him down anyway. Exactly. You know They'll I mean? even just do whatever they want, mm-hmm. regardless. So, I'm like, you're not even... Well, and even tell her people. But Lithgow does say it at some point where he was like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna worry more about." Well, at first, when Rooker's like, "Just leave my friend out of it," like, or leave that guy out mm-hmm. of it, and he was like, "Oh, he's your friend." He's like, "Oh, he ain't my friend." But he was like, mm, "He was like, I know loyalty. That's not paid loyalty or whatever. Oh, when I see yeah. it, you know, kind of thing." So I guess Lithgow has accepted. Like, well, these are just assholes. You're gonna kind of do what they want. So like, right. I'm just here to get my fucking money. Yeah, but they're only here because I'm paying them. Exactly. Um, but the one kid, yeah, free jumps. But I like how this was the line where <laughs> Michael, you murdering motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of there was a lot of lines, kind of like they, that. Yeah, so they yeah, had a again, lot of those. now I'm like, okay, they said the rated R a lot, rated which R I makes appreciated. sense. So again, this the whole time through the mountain. The one thing, we have talked about the exciting parts, but in between these exciting parts, there is a lot of them just, like, walking on around on it's a like mountain. It's like walking through woods or running through the woods or, like, crashing through the woods. Yeah, nothing, like, super action exciting. or exciting. It's or, just a lot of them, like, arguing with each other, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Like, I really felt like they could have cut some lot, of that yeah. down. Um, so and that as, was, like, most of the... That's why this movie was so long. Exactly, because it was filled with that kind of banter. That wasn't needed. Really wasn't needed. Like, we get it. You're all going to this location. But if you're not going to make anything, like, just show some of the more exciting bits. Otherwise, yeah, we get it. You're just walking through the woods and the snow. Right. And if and you're at gonna, some points, and then they're walking on the mountain, it showed it from far away. I was like, oh, it's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring right here. <laughs> right. Um, but, again, they filled in so much filler with that kind of stuff. I'm like, at what point... Because they were in a freaking plane crash. 
They don't have water. They don't have food. Yeah. Like, they've been out there for how long, They have no survival needs at all. It's been, like, needs two, at all. two days, I think, at least, at least, right? There's been, like, two, two nights. Two nights. Yeah. Like, so how are they all surviving and, like, just kind of, like, still strutting along this yeah. mountain? Like, perfectly fine, almost. Like, it's been only a few hours. Right. They have no rations. Nothing. Yeah. It just seems... But they got C4. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they got the C4. And, and that's why I, I did love that part, though, when they're, you know, Jess and Gabe are... Um, going to the final location for the final. Yeah, well, this is when they're trying to cut them off. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and they have to go and through meanwhile, like there's that cave thing. Sightings of the the FBI helicopter. Now oh, they're on the case. Finally, finally, like mm-hmm. just and it shows them for such a brief moment, just like puttering around. Oh, here we go in a helicopter. Okay, that's enough of you. Oh, we heard back. a little bit of this frequency. Oh, we kind of know maybe the direction they're in, and yeah. then yeah, just the tiniest <clears throat> little scenes. But I loved when Justin Gay when they were like, yo, we'll do, and like, shortcut through the crack. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's the crack. And then I love when in movies, and it shows something dark and scary, and it has to go, ooh. <laughs> so, like, the wind blowing. Yes. Dark and spooky. And so they're, they're climbing. The crack. They're climbing up it. They're climbing the crack. And it is straight up mm-hmm. and wet and dripping. Yep. And all I could think about is when me and you went to Fort Pickens. <laughs> And try to climb up that side of that structure. <laughs> it was a struggle. And I had to like literally crawl up. I couldn't even stand up. And then slide back down on my butt. Because I was like, I can't. I'm too scared to even stand up. <laughs> and they're just like climbing straight up. Yeah, freehand. Like no. I mean, I don't. Well, he does it freehand. And then he's he like, I'm going to drop a line yeah. for you. <laughs> but she's still kind of right behind him for the most yeah. part a little bit. Then they get to the bats. It's like his hand in guano. Guano. They wear guano bold. So she freaks the fuck out, mm-hmm. though. Because he's like, uh, be still. And then she's like, yeah. bats. <laughs> she just freaks out. So I think it's funny. Like, they're not vampire bats, right? Like, why? I mean, bats can still give you, like, damn rabies and oh, stuff. Oh, that's true, that's like, true. Yeah, if you get and bit so by many. a bat. Mm. Well, there's so many, like, there's their claws and stuff. Yeah, I like, I still think you can get, like, seriously I was, a, I was like, this is the making of Batman right here. Yeah, I was like, now they got COVID. <laughs> now they got COVID. <laughs> or, or rabies, it could go, yeah. yeah, either one. But yeah, she kind of fucks it all up. Like, she's the one who kind of made the bats go crazy. Like, he was calm, and then just telling her to stay calm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But that didn't even give away their location or anything. No. It and was that's, them yelling back and forth to each other. Yeah. Because then they were, uh, yeah, finally around the location. Again, they've all been kind of arriving. Usually they're a little ahead of them. And then he sees, like, him poking through the yeah. hole. <laughs> and uh, we also are now seeing that Frank is also now looking around for right. them. Because he's like, it's been two fucking days, Hand guys. from anybody. Where is everybody? Yeah. So he, and he's, like, now the only rescue mountain Frank person rescue. left. So... He's trying to uh, do his thing, and he finally, he comes across the uh, parachute young guy, bro. the bro. And uh, so now- wolves are starting to Yeah, try to get to him. him. Yeah. He, like, shoots off his gun. I was like, Frank's a hard ass, like, shooting off the wolves. Mm-hmm. He was like, come here, guy, I got you. And, like, old ass Frank just carrying that guy like it's no big deal. Like, he was him down baby. from the tree. Yeah. <laughs> like he was a baby. I was like, get it, Frank. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I like Frank. Um, so yeah, one of the bad guys, uh, this is when he finds him coming out of the, um, hole or the cave thing. Mm -hmm. And then the Euro, this is where I wrote Euro racist 
Because this was the black guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who yeah. apparently knows karate. Right. Because, like, <laughs> like, his scene, at least, was, like, one of the better fight, fight scenes, scenes, in yeah. my opinion. Like, he was, like... a fight, really. Yeah, and he was, like, seemed, like, rough and real, you know, yeah. like, um... I don't know. He just seemed more like badass than the other guy later that um, tries to kick someone's ass. Because yeah. Yeah. the other guy, they're like, oh, let him go. Because he's like, no, I want to get him. He's right here before yeah. they blow it or whatever. And then the other guy, um, yeah, like basically like just kind of like kind of racist towards the black guy. Like, yeah. oh, we can finally get rid of him or whatever. And I'm like, you're a racist trash. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, Asshole. so the guy, like I said, yeah, he, he meets up with Stallone, they're fighting, and then I like his little thing where he's like, oh, you gonna put money before your bitch? Like, how dare you? <laughs> Like, it's fake money, bro. I know. That's where, like, well, I guess he really thinks that Stallone didn't burn it. Right, like right. he doesn't he possibly. Like, There's think, no way you would burn thirty million dollars. Yeah, like even I'm like, the why value would you keep telling him? Exactly. Like, I thought the whole point was that they wanted to trade. Mm-hmm. Then why do you keep telling him that you burned all the money if you want to trade the money for Hal's life? I don't understand that. Oh, because they still had the next case. Like, remember they were always like the first case they burned. Yeah, but why wouldn't they have kept that so they'd already have money to trade with? I don't know. It does seem like not well thought out. Yeah. But again, I think he they got the second case too, didn't they? Barely. Barely. Like, I think it was like by the But, but still teeth. some of it. So this yeah. time they did have some of the money, I guess. Uh yeah, I don't know. That is like again, some of the Why would you show your hand? Mm-hmm. Quite like makes sense. Like Yeah, but the way yeah. he killed that guy. Oh my god, I wasn't expecting oh, that no, shit. Oh no, but also though, when she does get the gun off of him, yeah. and she's like gonna shoot the dude, and he's like, no bullets, bitch! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, did he just run out of bullets, or did he purposely... I'm I don't, assuming he just ran out of bullets. Yeah, like... No just, bullets, bitch. It was very funny. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so Stallone did get shot at this point, right? Because remember, this is when he did get shot, like, in the side. I don't think he got shot. Because they show him the rest of the movie. He's supposed to be like, oh, my side. Like, so I thought he got shot. Because they always show him with, like, blood coming out of it. Oh, hmm. I thought he just got his ass beat. Oh, okay. No, I thought he still got shot when he initially was, did have bullets and was, Mm. like, like, shooting off at them. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Um, But, yeah, how he died. (laughs) Best death scene in the movie. I mean, he, like, just grabbed his crotch. Yes. Like, he man, like, like. weightlifter yes. like, and, and then killed him with a fucking stalactite <laughs> i know is it a stalactite or stalagmite which remember. is the one i, I don't, don't know which one, one comes from, from which the ceiling, but yeah but, but i put a uh, stalactite uh, impalement <laughs> yes that was crazy it was i mean great. straight through mm-hmm. like oof. it was a good scene um and he was so surprised that he was dying that way i know he did not <laughs> he did not see that coming. not with all those karate moves because i really like he was the one where i'm like okay that's at least this is the most believable one that i believe he could actually keep up a fight with stallone yeah because yeah. like in this movie stallone is like ripped oh yeah and, oh yeah like a lot of times when they show like him getting his ass kicked i'm like um hello like stallone could take this guy like yeah in a snap you know so this guy was actually a little more believable because i'm like oh well was, he like, was already a little hurt because he had to jump through the whole crack remember mm-hmm. he had to jump down the crack yeah because he was trying to make sure to save Jesse, of course. It's still down there. Yeah, you know, she, cause she had to Because she got punched in the face. Yeah, like, she, <laughs> she did try. She like, Yeah, so I give her that. And, and um, when uh, he finally killed him, she was like, oh my god, thank god, I 
thought he was gonna get you. Like, <laughs> think you're gonna make it. I know she's like totally okay with this impalement right before yeah. her eyes. Just like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. I thought he was gonna kill you. And um, so yet again, they were already planting this bomb anyway, and they didn't give a shit about their other the karate guy. And um, so they were gonna kill him regardless if he didn't make it out, whatever, because right. they plant a bomb. So they are aware. Again, Roker is warning them, is yeah. able to pick up of what's going on. There's and, a bomb down there. Yeah, warns oh, them to get to out. because he got to the radio. Yeah, and he's like, it's right over your head. And because they were trying to get the radio so they could speak to Frank or yeah, whoever Frank was, as well. Like, trying to contact As them. well, yeah. So now we're getting to like the big like. And they want to tell them to stay away because mm-hmm. they know they're on the mountain at this point. You exactly. Know? Um, and then they had, uh, when they came out of the crack and stuff, and they have that. Their sick- old rope. The six-year-old rope. Old rope. The six-year-old rope. And they repel. Oh, my God. Off the side of this mountain. Until they got to that little, like, that little... Crevasse. Yeah, a crevasse. (laughs) And the cliff. And then as soon as the rope breaks... We almost get like a recreation of the beginning scene. Exactly. He's hanging on to it's her. Got a ceremony and moment. She's like, Gabe. <laughs> and she's wearing her little gloves too. Mm-hmm. But he pulls her up pretty quickly. Well, she reaches up. Exactly. She was like climbing on top because of him. She's to pull a, herself a up. real climber. Yeah. <laughs> she's she like, I'm and not today, Satan. Bomb explodes. So, of course, Frank in his helicopter is going to be finally noticing like explosions right. and shit. And, um,. He also, so he sees explosions, and then now the evil woman has Mm. set a trap, looking like she's laying down with a flare going. Frank, of course, stops to help her. I know, so sad. So, again, immediately, they're so quick to the gun, uh... And he's like, what are you doing? I'm, 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 no, I'm here to help you. (laughs) I know. But he said it so plainly and matter-of-factly, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I know. (laughs) <laughs> and then she just, and then well even she turns around because that guy just comes up yeah and just blows him apart blows and she him was apart. like what the fuck are you doing yeah so even she's like come Who on told bro you to shoot yeah so Frank Seth got me a little oh, bit oh me too I was super sad about that I was yeah like, no and um so Gabe and Jess have been beh- they're kind of behind them now now they're not ahead of them anymore so they now just they're just lost kind of their whole shortcut mm-hmm. And they're going across one of those long bridges. That scary, scary bridge. Oh, no. And they had set a tripwire. Yeah. So now they have to backtrack and him and Jess have to run before <laughs> that bomb explodes. There are too many bombs for this movie. And no rations or mm-hmm. supplies yeah. of sustenance. Nothing but bombs. They yep. can sustain themselves on, on bombs. Bomb fumes alone. Yes. <laughs> And uh, snow and air. That's all they need. Yeah. So now they have Frank's helicopter. Uh, they realize, though, Crystal's like, we don't have enough fuel. Like, we have just enough fuel to, like, basically get down the mountain. Right. Not to go searching for any more money. Exactly. And at this um, point, Travers is like... We're going to find the other money. The last one, at least. And he's like, well, give me your thing. What's the code again? Travers yeah. is like, I'm keeping my safety net. And then Lithgow's like... Um, Do you know what true love is? Mm-hmm. Sacrifice. Blam, blam, blam. Three shots in the gut. Oh, Crystal. That was her name. Crystal. Oh, I, yep. Yeah. Because yeah, he actually, that's when But he I was like not expecting that. I didn't remember him killing her at all. No, no, I didn't remember that either. Um, and even Travers is like, God damn, like, that's your bitch. And you just shot her ass and killed her. <laughs> um, so then they get in the plane to fly. 
But again, so somehow they only had a limited amount of fuel, but now they've still been putt-putt-puttering in this helicopter to take it to where the last one is. When they said they didn't have enough fuel. Well, because he had the gun, so he made the decisions. Oh, I guess so. But it still seems like the helicopter just keeps going when it should have then, I'm assuming, ran out of fuel because they said they didn't have enough for both. Well, so they lied. felt like a glaring <laughs> plot hole a little bit. So they take, they're about to take off and Jesse, oh, because Gabe makes her split up. And this is where I start getting mad at her mm-hmm. because he specifically tells her to go to camp, like go to base and get help. Yeah. Like she knows how to get down the mountain. She, I mean, she's a fucking mountain rescue person. Right. So he's like, you go do that. I'm going to take care of helping Hal. Cause like, they're definitely about to kill him now. Yeah. It's getting to that point. <laughs> and, um, so she's like, okay, you know, and takes off. It's, okay. Yeah. This is when Hal fights the other British guy. Hal like, Oh, what? because Hal was there when they shot, of course, Frank and yeah. he got Frank's knife. And I yeah. was like, why didn't you pull the knife out sooner? Sooner. He waited till he was hanging off the edge of the mm-hmm. cliff. Yeah, and then and he's then, like, season's over, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like, because I even, in my notes, I'm like, why the soccer analogy? It feels stupid. It feels not necessary and cheesy. And I just, I'm a British guy. We had to talk about football. Yeah, it's, it's like so stereotypical. <laughs> like of what, this is how this British bad guy should be. Yes. Well, of, you got to let him know where you're from by talking yeah. about soccer and kicking him in the head. But I was like, okay, well, one, obviously he's not actually British because they don't call it soccer. So I felt like that um, he lost a little uh, cred there. Right. He didn't call it the football. <laughs> football. The football. And um, I was like, did they really do this whole like soccer dialogue? Because they could have just showed him kicking his ass. I know. That wasn't They needed. literally, I think, but did he it. talked about it twice. Did he talk about soccer before too? Or no? I believe so. I think, again, yeah. It's like, what, what was the kickers called? What did he call himself? Oh, striker. A striker. <laughs> striker goes left. <laughs> I really think they made this whole dialogue for him just so that way they could use that seasons over asshole seasons line. Seasons over asshole. It feels like it was all built for that. Stab in the leg. I was like, I hate it. I hate it. So at this point, like, Travers knows he's fucked. Oh, because John Lithgow was like, I'm staying in the fucking helicopter yeah. while you guys go do this shit. So that's why he wasn't there. And Travers is over it. Because now yeah, he, he loses his shit. Loses it. And he's up he on the told radio. Him, well, he was the one that told him to go do it quietly. Go mm-hmm. kill yeah, Hal quietly on the top of another mountain. I don't yeah. know why. Um, anyway. Well, he was still looking was what it was. Because okay. he's like, you go deal with him. I'm going to go. Because he's the one with the code and the map. Yeah. Yeah, so Travers is over it at this point oh, because that's when <laughs> Gabe had got there sooner mm. and he put the tracking device, he sees a little animal hole. So then when Travers is looking, it's like bouncing everywhere. Turns out it's on a little <clears throat> rabbit. Poor little innocent bunny. But he shoots at the bunny. All, again, all that, all of these bullets and firearms that they never run out of on this mountain. Mm. And the bunny's still kicking it. And then that's when he's like, Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, buddy. <laughs> he was, I like. I think that actor did do a good job here, and then just he's so pissed off, yeah. and like, and this is when oh, Quaylen. Technically, we've been calling him John Lithgow the that whole time, but it was Quaylen is uh, what they call him, and he's like calling his name over the frequency. Yeah. and Quaylen's like, "What are Quaylen? you doing?" He's like, well, 
Oh, well, this is an open fragrance way. Yeah, what are you doing, Travis? Don't call me Quaylen. <laughs> um, so this is when the FBI finally is like... They can hear it. ...doing stuff, yeah. I guess. Kind of just blows everything. The whole plan, everything's wide open. Quaylen knows now they're kind of fucked. Like, because he knows at this point people have probably been looking for them, the plane, all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's at least not that much of an idiot. But he's got Jesse at this point now, too. Yes, because this is where this comes in. I'm like... He told you to go to base. I don't think you... You were just literally standing on a random peak. She thought it was Frank. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Why weren't you on your way down? To, which is yeah. where you were supposed to have been going to begin with. All you're telling me is you just literally stayed up at the top of the mountains. And you were just expecting someone to come help you. You are mountain rescue. Go down the mountain to the base. Like... And nope, couldn't do that. This part, like, really infuriated me. Well, because obviously, couldn't was, have an like, ending without a hostage. Jesse, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended. Yeah, because then, of course, when he, like, pulls out in front of her, because John Lithgow has taken off at this point, because uh, he knows Travers has been on uh, the frequency and told him, like, you're fucked, I'm fucked. Like, he's going to go on one last manhunt. Because yeah. he knows he basically has he's ruined fucked, his so entire life. so he just wants life. to go kill... Mm-hmm. Gabe. So he's like, you know, fuck or you, Quaylen. No, because he didn't luck. even know Hal was still alive. So. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, because that's how Traver dies. So, yeah, he gets Jesse, basically. How, so now now, how does Traver die? Traver dies because he's going after Gabe. And Gabe and him have a chase. And then Gabe has been hurt again this whole time. Mm-hmm. Because remember, there's a blood trail. Yeah, and so yeah, he's yeah. waiting underneath that bridge that's over this water area over there. Oh, and that's right. like Rambo <laughs> shit. But here's the like, why would he be hiding? Like, why would you just be hanging from underneath a bridge? Was my question. Well, also, oh, that's right because that that scene where what they go underneath the ice Mm -hmm. and the water, I remembered that as soon as it happened, like of him floating underneath the ice, Mm because that used to terrify me. I did not remember this scene at all. Um, but he shoots him straight through the ice. Well, and then also it doesn't... I guess that was part of his plan at first. I don't know, because that's why I'm like, yeah, why were you waiting under? Good sneak attack. Mm -hmm. Like, especially, but why... Like, I would have already had the ice broken to where Travers would have fell in the water. Right. I mean, to me, that just makes the most sense. But instead, he pulls him down... Travers doesn't break through the ice. No, he falls He's right on top. <laughs> and then he falls through the ice. And then, yeah, he. what was that gun, though? Was it like one of the, like, uh... Oh, it was that nail gun or whatever mm, from the beginning. Okay. That he shot in the mountain to make mm, a yeah, anchor to or whatever. Yeah, to make the anchors. Okay, That's okay. what it was. Because I thought it was a real gun. But now that you say that, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Yeah, because it okay. went, like, the way it shot, yeah, I was like, There's wait no a second. There's no way it shoot through the ice like that. And then Travers falls into the yeah. ice. And then he's the one floating all bloody and dead. Yeah, under it. Nice. Walker calls Quaylen over. Oh, the wristlet. Yo, dude, it's over. Yeah, you Travers lose. is dead. You lose. And he's like, aha, maybe not, my friend. Uh, is there somebody that wants to talk to you? Yeah. And um, so they meet up for the exchange or whatever. Hal had been with soccer guy who had been with Travers. Right. And Travers just barely goes ahead of them, it and felt like. And finds Gabe. Yeah. So there wasn't. And like, like, was Gabe already going to the bay? No, no, no. That was the bridge. The scary bridge. Yeah. A different so, scary bridge. So, yeah. So, it makes no... So, that part, yeah, does... 
it doesn't seem to make sense to me of why and how they didn't weren't able to meet up sooner. Yeah. They should have already crossed paths well yeah. before. Yeah, that, so, was, that part's kind of a blur to me. Yeah, so. I just expected that it was going to be more of now that Michael Rooker beat the soccer guy that he was at least going to be like they were going to be like a team, you mm-hmm. know, like taking him on or something. And they did not go there because it was still all to slide. Yeah, it was all sly. And they meet up at a certain peak to get Jesse and he's like over like he's so like pointing to where he wants him like yeah. being so forceful and there's like uh cuz he got up there because there's that huge like old ladder, ladder on the side of a mountain mm-hmm. can you imagine no no thank no. you there's no way yeah and uh so he does drop Jesse off and then he's like just run girl yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, and then he keeps going like closer, closer, a <laughs> little, little closer. Throw it up. Yeah, throw it up. And then I love that he does throw it in the helicopter blades and it just fucking shreds. Shreds. <laughs> and yeah, now John Lithgow has lost it. Yeah. Quaylen is trying not to kill happy. him with the helicopter blades. Yes. And so was, was uh, Sly's plan the entire time to to hook the helicopter thing i don't think so that seemed like that was an afterthought okay because yeah i'm like um how strong is that ladder for one like i just would have assumed it would have ripped right out. oh yeah me too like and then for him to actually go down the ladder i'm like why wouldn't you have just ran straight like where towards jesse was i guess because the helicopter was coming out i guess so i don't know he just jumped straight off that fucking mountain yes like it was crazy to me i'm like again i'm like man i just feel like no one thought their plans out at all (laughs) Um, he didn't have a plan he just jumped off the mountain yeah and then somehow found like landed on part of the ladder mm -hmm. and so we have a pretty good little helicopter yeah so he hooked what what was it that he hooked on there it was like the winch thing that was on oh because he had the cable down down on yeah yeah and And he hooked uh, it onto the ladder mm -hmm. okay yeah Yeah. and so then uh, the ladder gets tangled up in the helicopter and then the helicopter is going uh oh so this is when again this is when rooker does finally show up and he has the gun he shoots at the yeah the yeah. helicopter, but again, that doesn't feel right either because you know the helicopter is attached to the the ladder that so what Sylvester Stallone's he on, barely clinging to. So what what's your plan there? I have no yeah again I I, pull him all the way down because do you imagine how hard it would be to hold yourself up when something's shaking? Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. No, so yeah, kind of a chaotic ending yeah. in my opinion. Um, and then finally, the plane like kind of like crashes like towards the side on the it, cliff right there yeah like it's like or it's like dangling it's and dangling. that's when i was like how strong is this ladder ladder that's like <laughs> i mean it's on the side of a mountain true and the studs are like concrete things yeah. in there or whatever i don't know so it's like holding on by a thread though and they're like fighting on top of it and this is where i was like you can't tell me for one minute that i would ever think john lithgow could even make a punch at Sylvester right, Stallone. That would ever. I, but I mean, he's under very, the circumstances, very hurt. <laughs> and he's supposed to be shot. I like I said, I think he's supposed to be shot. He jumped off a mountain. He jumped off a mountain. He slammed into that. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll give you one or two. John yeah, Lithgow. and John Lithgow is very, very tall man. He is a very so he's tall got some man. Size and so I bet he does weight on him. I bet he really could kick someone's ass. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Probably. <laughs> and he's supposed to be like paramilitary or something. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, so and how does he actually die? Oh, he, uh, 
the thing starts coming loose and he slides just trying to cling to the mountain because he's a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like just bare hanging on the mountain mm-hmm. when the thing goes over. But he said, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Yeah. It throws him in the helicopter okay. and the helicopter yes. fi- and falls Yes. Fiery down. explosion. Fiery explosion. You see John Lithgow's little face in there like. <gasps> His death scene could have been a little. Something with a fight. I don't know. Yeah. It was cool, but I felt like it lacked something right at the end. You had more of a fight with uh, the guy in the... The karate guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was the best fight, in my opinion, for sure. Um, So, yeah, he dies in a fiery crash. Um, And then, finally, the FBI shows up after the fact. After they've already done everything. Everything's already done. Because even earlier, when Travers was still alive, because he's like, oh, two mountain men beat you. The whole FBI and everyone couldn't catch you. All it took was two mountain men. Two, like, hillbillies or something, like, basically. (laughs) And um, so... Yeah, and then, like I said, towards the end, at least that's when they have the other 60-year-old rope, <laughs> and that's when Michael Rooker just shows up. Yeah, and just in time to have a rope and drop it down. Yeah, him. so that felt, again, I'm like, he should have met up with him way sooner, I feel like. Um, and yeah, then they're and all the chilling FBI on doesn't the... come until after he's already had to climb a rope all the way up the side of the mountain. Exactly. And then it just ends like that. And that's then it's what I was saying, yeah. It just shows them all like kind of together waiting for the helicopters like hold tight or whatever. And then yeah, just boom, over. And then sunset on a mountain and you're done. Get the fuck out. Exactly. <laughs> the end. The end. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. So after this watch, would you watch it again? I probably would. Yeah. I, it was still exciting enough. I mean, I would put it on while I was cleaning and it, then the boring parts, I would be doing other things. It definitely you know, would be a movie later. Probably another like 10 years down the line. Maybe I would like revisit it. Um, I didn't hate it for sure. Um, just was much longer too. If yeah. it was more of a 90 minute movie, I probably would be more prone to maybe pick it up and rewatch it more often. Yeah. That would, it would, would have been perfect. It was 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so, yeah, we would definitely give this a rewatch still. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favorite parts now? Um, still, the beginning scene was crazy to me. Like, that was, to start a movie like that, and that was so intense. Yeah, it really was. Um, so that, and it really set up the rest of the movie. The rest of the movie, I feel like, didn't live up to that scene, mm-hmm. particularly. I thought that was, like, probably the best scene of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, and I think it was some of the best acting. Yeah. I think the girl who, who played Sarah. Um, yeah, she genuinely looked terrified. Yeah, I think she did would. a good job. And Sly, even, I felt like he was really good in that scene as well. Mm-hmm. Like, he seems, like, real... I felt that Sly's acting outdid Jesse's acting. I thought oh, she for was sure. a little, like, over the top. Uh, I felt like she was just kind of mediocre yeah. to me. Like, I didn't... She just didn't stand out to me. Her haircut was the best part It of was, that. yeah. <laughs> and I think Michael Rooker was good. I, I think his character was an asshole. Yeah. But I do like how he still was always... Like, in the beginning, he's so mad at Gabe and blaming him. But, but he's he always looking to, out for yeah, him. Mm-hmm. Making sure that he wasn't going to die. <laughs> exactly. So so I do think that they, they did at least express that bond, I feel like, between the, the mountain rescues. Like I said, Frank was the MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked It's just so that. sad. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that one was a sad one. At least he's got his art for them to remember him by. I know. Oh, yeah, that was the heartbreaking part of the film. My favorite uh, was definitely, though, um, the stalag 
tight yeah, that impalement. Was, that was pretty crazy as well. Definitely, uh, I think my favorite, like the death scene for sure. Mm. And yeah, just some of the the long shots and everything, like just the mountain. It, the mountain's it's pretty yeah, movie. <clears throat> the score I mm-hmm. loved. Yes, um, the music was very. It was good. the same song throughout the whole entire movie, but it was like variations variations like when it, it, yeah. the fight kind of music or something more serious yeah. you know but then anytime there was like on a mountain range it was like mm-hmm. i want to say the Jurassic Park, but fine. yeah it was yeah. like jurassic park-esque mm-hmm. you know i did so i like that i did like the music score um i did think it complemented everything really well uh yeah so for me definitely the the impalement scene yeah. was probably my my new favorite. I mean, scene. anytime there besides were, the opening, because yeah. the opening is just very strong. Anytime they were on the mountain, I thought was a good scene because mm. to me, heights are so terrifying. Yeah, and it was so well done. And like, the climbers, the stunt doubles, yeah. like they were super impressive. There was only impressive. like one part where it looked super fake. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I think rest- that was the one that's really more of an up close of Sly because yeah, he wasn't doing a lot of the actual mountain scenes. Uh, yeah, so I think that pretty much sums this one up. Um, it wasn't, like, an overly... Like, I think it held up okay. Like, it's not the greatest movie. Yeah, it's not the greatest movie. It really is Die Hard on a Mountain. (laughs) Um, I agree with that. So, for what it is, like... And it wasn't so bad to where we could, you know, really poke fun of it too much. Yeah. Um, I just felt like there were some I mean, it was definitely cheesy. Mm -hmm, Um, For sure. Some of the acting was cheesy. The dialogue was cheesy. But that's not what you're watching it for anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a whole subplot. Yeah. And, yeah, because I guess if you really break it down to the nitty gritty, like, if you bare bones this, you'd probably be like, oh, this movie isn't good. Or it isn't whatever. I don't know what it is, but I just have said, I just really like it. I just remember, because this movie, when, like I said, when I saw it in theaters, it was so exhilarating mm-hmm. to me that I've always had, like, special memories of yeah. it. Yeah. So I guess, like I said, for me, I did write And I love Sly, so... It wasn't as exciting as I remembered it being. But, yeah, I still enjoy it. Like, I just love Sylvester Stallone. Um, And he was very handsome in this movie, I thought. He really was. Yeah, it was just a fun action movie. He plays a mountain man very well. He does. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, good job to the stunt people, for sure, in this movie. Uh, and like I said, the director, I think did great. Like, yeah, I, it's a fun, pretty, like I said, it's a pretty beautiful it's, kind of movie. Definitely a good environment. summer movie. Mm-hmm. Cause that still would have been cool to see in theaters. Exactly. Great, great summer blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it still holds up for that, for that Category. purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mission Impossible is going to be <laughs> the next episode. This is one I actually have never seen. Mm, I forgot about that. And that's why we had chose this on the list. Um, Because you've seen it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. All of them, I think. Yeah. Um, So this is one franchise I have just never taken a part in. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be a fun one Mm -hmm. because it'll be literally completely new for me. And then getting it from your perspective of someone who watched it then and now. So Mm -hmm. I think that'll be a fun episode. But all right. I guess it's time to hit the dusty trail. Till next time. Later, Later, taters. taters. Nailed it.